Have you had one catalyst moment that changed your life forever? My guest today is Blake Brewer, and Blake has a very tragic one. But Blake is going to share how this moment in his life, on a family vacation he is 19 years old, inspired him to start a mission of helping men leave a legacy for their families. Blake is the founder of the Legacy Letter Challenge. And in this episode, you are going to hear the story behind the Legacy Letter. And Blake is going to walk you through how you can leave a legacy letter for your children, leaving an impact in their lives one letter at a time. Blake is also going to share with you the right time versus the best time to give your children a legacy letter. And he's going to talk about the benefits of the process of writing your legacy letter and what he's seen from the men and the women that he's helped craft their own legacy letters for their children. My conversation with Blake Brewer starts right now. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Cam Hall. I am your host, and I am excited to dive into this conversation with Blake Brewer. Blake is the founder of the Legacy Letter Challenge. Blake believes that the most powerful words spoken on the planet are the words spoken by a father and a mother to their children. And he believes that when you put those words on paper, that it maximizes the impact and it makes those words lasting. That is why Blake is on a mission to help 1 million parents craft at least one legacy letter to their children. The Legacy Letter Challenge is a solid process in place that is effectively guiding fathers and leaders alike to build a strong and impacting reputation, not only at home, but in their communities. In this episode, you are going to learn how you can take part in this challenge and start building your legacy today. Without further delay, I want to introduce to you, Mr. Blake Brewer. Blake Brewer, it's great to see you, brother. Welcome to the DMB podcast. Damn, I'm excited to be here, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I, I'm pumped for this conversation, Blake. You know, we've been trying to set this up for some time. And, you know, part of the, the magic of being a father and being a husband is managing your calendar. <laughs> and, you know, the two of us, we both have pretty busy calendars. So, uh, being able to make this happen today is a treat, man. I'm glad that you're here. I can't wait to get into your story and the men who are listening to this podcast and are going to get so much out of this. And so, you know, Blake, why don't we start right off the bat? Why don't you tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself, about your story? Because, man, I've heard your story and I don't want to give too much away, but I've heard your story several times. And every time that you tell it, it just hits me differently. Hey. So I appreciate you and your vulnerability and telling your story. But Blake, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, where you grew up, and then we can get into your story and more about uh, the Legacy Letter Challenge. Yeah, so I'm down here in Tulsa. Uh, my family is all originally from Louisiana, which is where I was born. And then I grew up in Dallas, Texas, and then uh, live here now with my amazing wife. And we've got three kids, six, four, and 20 months. 
maybe an interesting fact about my son is that he came out of the womb at 11 pounds, three ounces. Whoa. And we were in shock. <laughs> like, That's a big boy. this is a big baby. And so yeah. on the next time, my wife was like, can't do that again. We're going C-section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a big son. And so you got your hands full, you got the three and, and you and your wife. And so, you know, Blake, you're raising this, this young family and you and your wife are doing that together. Um, tell us a little bit about being a dad, hey, because that's where we're going to go today. We're going to go talk about, you know, helping fathers leave a legacy. You know, you have young kids and you're on a mission to help other fathers leave a legacy. But why don't you tell us about you and the legacy you want to leave? Yeah, I mean, when I became a dad, everything changed right up to that point. It was all about me and uh, you know, what I wanted out of life. And then you become a dad and you're like, man, I got these people that I've got to provide for. Um, it changes the relationship with your wife and, uh, man, I wouldn't go back. Uh, man, I encourage guys when I meet them, I'm like, you don't have any kids yet. Like, what are you waiting on? Uh, because it's so awesome being a dad and just really thinking forward, like 20, 30, 40 years, like, what do I want to be true of my family? Like I'm building something here, right? Like building something that I want to last and, you know, working backwards from 40 years from now and say, okay, what do I got to do with my family today um, to get that and to achieve that? And uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Awesome, man. You know, Blake, you're on a mission right now to help fathers leave a legacy. And that's where I want to dive into today. Why don't you share with us? And I'm taking a breath right now, hey, because I know the story, but I can't wait for the other people to hear it. It's pretty powerful. Why don't you share with us the story of where that initial piece of the legacy letter challenge where the legacy letter idea came from? Yeah, it's a story about my dad. And so I had uh, a really good dad growing up. My dad provided, uh, my dad protected me, my dad uh, guided me. Um, but the story I'm going to share is something that my dad did for me that absolutely changed my life. And really all three of those things provided, protected and guided, like it, he, he, he did it in a way that honestly, I believe every dad like has to do and what I'm doing, what I have done and, and continuing to do for my children. Uh, so I was 19 years old and we had uh, went on a family vacation and my mom was really good about planning these vacations, but this was like to Hawaii. So it was like, man, you can imagine, like I get the phone yeah. call several months out. I'm at college, like, Hey, we're taking a family vacation to Hawaii. You know, I hadn't been, that, been around my family all year during my high school year. So I was hanging out with my buddy. So it's like, man, we're gonna do something cool with the family. Yeah. And so that first day that we're there, I'm standing on the beach with my dad. And even though I was 19, I, I still felt like a little kid standing next to my dad. And I was so excited to like be with him. And we were about to jump in the water and go snorkeling. Um, but my dad was a really big guy. He was 6'3", 230 pounds. That was one reason I felt small next to him. Big and, football uh, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was drafted uh, by the Atlanta Falcons, but he was more well-known as uh, Terry Bradshaw's tight end at Louisiana cool. Tech. And so they were best friends and roommates. And my dad was a really humble guy, so he didn't go around telling people that. Yeah. Um, but I told everybody. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I was like, my dad was Terry Bradshaw's tight end. Yeah. So we're standing there on the beach, and my dad um, looked at me, and in, in his kind of own way, he told me, man, I'm glad you're out here with me, and gave me this really big smile. Like, it was this really cool moment, and we jump in the water, and we go further and further out, and we end up in this place called 
uh, witch's brew and the water is known for being treacherous. It was treacherous that day. And my dad and I got separated. And so I started to get a little worried, like, Hey, where'd my dad go? And I started scanning the water and I see him. And so I could tell though, that he wasn't doing well. And he was uh, like treading water and, and then he yelled for help. And that's when I knew um, that he was in trouble because he had this really deep booming voice and this yell for help was, was more like a whimper. And so I swam to him as quickly as I could. And when I got to him, um, my dad was underneath the water and he was unconscious, just floating there. And so at this point, man, my mind is, is reeling, like spinning, like, okay, I got to get my dad to shore. Like surely the worst case scenario isn't about to happen. And so I, I put my arms around my dad and to the best of my ability, I, I, I got my dad to shore the lifeguards and a nearby snorkeler had seen us and um, they started doing CPR uh, to my dad. And um, I'm on my hands and knees next to him, just really crying out to God, God, would you please save my dad's life? And uh, again, I thought, surely it's going to be like the movies where he's going to open up his eyes and the water is just going to kind of come out of his mouth and he's going to come to but they continued to do CPR and, and it never happened. And so my dad ended up drowning that day. And so it, man, it went from like this amazing moment to like worst moment of my life. Um, my life like just changed forever. And I'm sitting here thinking like, like what the heck happened? God, where were you? Um, you know, what is my life about to look? How are we going to make it without my dad? How am I going to make it without my dad? And so it was a few hours after that, that we're back in the condo. We, my mom, my sister, brother, and I, we went to the hospital and saw my dad's body. And then we go back to this condo and I'm sitting on the edge of the bed and it's just in total shock. And my mom appears in the doorway and says, uh, I was going through your dad's briefcase and I found something that I know he was going to give you on this trip. And so I had no idea what she was talking about. But in her hand is some sheets of paper and she walked, walks across the room and hands me these sheets of paper. And at the top, it says, dear Blake, Natalie and Marcus, my sister and brother's name. And she says, for the last several months, your dad has been writing a letter to you guys. Here's your copy. And so I began to read this letter that my dad wrote, having no idea that he was about to die, having no idea that this was going to be his final words to me. And it was everything that I needed uh, in that moment. Like, don't tell me my dad didn't love me. Like my dad took the time to write this letter to me and the words that he put in there um, gave me so much hope. Um, I'm I'm like, Hey, I'm like, you're going to make it through this. He talked about like, there's going to be hard times in your life. Um, The last line of this, this letter, my dad wrote, Um, as you're being faithful to God, you're often going to find yourself in the minority, but I assure you that in heaven, you'll be in the majority. Love your dear old dad. And so here I am reading about my dad talking about heaven a couple hours after he died. I'm like, man, my dad is in heaven. And, um, and man, it just changed my perspective on everything. And I was able to have just this attitude of, of really gratitude, like, like a lot of people don't know their dad or had a bad dad. I had a good dad for 19 years of my life. God never promised that my dad was going to live to be 70, 80, 90 years old. So I can just be thankful that I had a good dad for as long as I did. But really that, that my dad's letter, um, man, he provided, he, he provided the words that I needed. 
in that moment. And to this day, like, as I got married, uh, and started my career and, and started having kids, like over the last 19 years, my dad's words have continued to, to be there for me in the ups and downs of life. My dad protected me, uh, with his words that next year of my life, as I was grieving really hard, um, I could have made some decisions that, uh, in my grief that really would have had some negative consequences. And I did like, like actually I grew and developed more as a person than I ever had in my life. Um, and then my dad, uh, guided me with his words. He gave me some great advice, um, that was applicable then and, and to this day. Uh, and so of course I, I'm so grateful for my dad's letter. I can't even imagine where I would be without that. Wow. Like I, I can picture you a 19 year old guy. Yours like what 2003, I believe you've shared yeah. that before. And you're 19 years old. You're there with your dad on the family vacation. Uh, and one that you've shared when we've spoke before was a really special time. It was like a big deal to go to Hawaii and do this and, and to go through that experience. Um, a lot of people would say that that's a pretty traumatic experience as a young man to go through and to come out of that with this letter from your father written to you and your siblings and to just have, of course, you've gone through the grieving part too, but to have that piece of my dad took the time to do this. My dad loved me. You just said that you'll never tell you that your dad didn't love you. You know, (laughs) you, you have this proof that he, he loved you and that you mattered and that he was proud of you. And he included that in this letter, man, it's such a powerful story. Um, Every time I hear it, man, I'm blown away and I'm blown away. Not only because of what happened, because tragic things happen to people. What I'm blown away by, Blake, is your resiliency and how you came through that and how you took that moment in time and shaped it into something more. Like you said, it could have been pretty native, but let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know what would have happened if my dad hadn't have written the letter, because as you've talked about, like we've all or we're all going to, if we haven't yet, going to experience like really hard times, like, like we all know someone that's going to die or, right. you know, something tragic is going to happen. Um, and, but my dad, um, you know, in a, his way, like by writing this letter, helped me get through um, that time and to be in a spot now where almost every day I, I talk about it and uh, I share the story. And so uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for it. And then, to talk a little bit about what I'm doing now, um, because of my dad's letter, it's um, sparked me to be on a mission to help 1 million dads write at least one well-written, meaningful, lasting legacy letter. So it was a few years ago that I went to um, write a letter to my children when they were younger. Anyone knows the value of a letter from their dad, it's me. And so I want to have, I don't know what my last day on the planet's going to be. And my dad did not know May 23rd, 2003, that that was going to be his last day. So I've got to have something written down for, for my children, but also I see the world that they're growing up in and the messages that they're having to navigate and uh, that are trying to influence them. And, and it's, it's hard. It's really hard. Like I, I feel for our children, children. And uh, so I just want to be really clear about how I feel about them, what my values are. So I go to write this letter and I had a a new appreciation for my dad's letter because I saw how difficult it was staring at that blank sheet of paper with everything going on in my life. I'm working, I've got, you know, trying to be a good husband and good, you know, and then 
and so to finish this letter was really hard. Like, what am I going to write here? And so, um, powered through it, got it done, felt amazing. Like it felt so good. Like, man, I just created something that's, that's lasting. Like, like for the rest of my children's life, they're going to be able to look and see, Hey, this is how my dad felt about me when I was like two years old, when I was like four years old, like my dad loved me even then. Yeah. And so I, I actually decided to go ahead and read it to uh, my daughter when she was four. And so normally, uh, like I'm reading her, like a, like a book, like a princess book at night. Yeah. And, uh, that night I read her the letter. Amazing. And, you know, as you can imagine, Kim, like it was very emotional, like, like reading this letter. I didn't mean for that to happen, but I mean, I put my heart and soul. I love my daughter so much. I start reading this letter. I start getting emotional and I'm just thinking, what is, what does she think of her dad right now? And I get to the end of this letter and I look up at my four-year-old daughter and she looks at me and she says, daddy, can you read me the princess book now? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah of and course. I'm like in tears, like, yeah, yeah, I'll read you the princess book. But the next day she went up to my wife and she said, last night, daddy read me a message. Can he read me that message again tonight? Aww. And so she didn't understand all the concepts in that letter. She will one day, but she got the main one. She's got a daddy that loves her. Yeah. Uh, but through that process, uh, uh, I saw how amazing it was for me and the journey that I went on of writing this letter, saw how great I felt having this for my children. And then two different people come into my life, having no idea that I have this letter from my dad that tell me a story about getting a letter from their dad. Wow. And on the second one, I'm like, okay, I get it. God, like I got to help more people get a letter from their dad. Cause he was like telling me these sort of life-changing stories. And so I was like, I got to help dads write this letter. So that's where the mission started. That's when I uh, went into research mode and started reading books and articles and looked at the elements of my dad's letter and said, okay, how can we simplify the process of writing this letter? But if we're going to write a letter, like, like let's put the most powerful phrases, most powerful words that every, everybody wants to hear from their dad. Like, let's get that into the letters. And uh, so pretty soon after that, I mean, dads from all over the country were signing up. Cause they, they wanted to write this letter. They wanted help writing this letter. And so that's how I got started. Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men. To be, dad's making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. That's amazing. So you you started this, you, you had this letter since you were 19 and you mentioned that the letter was addressed to you and your siblings, right? Yeah. And here you had this letter. It's meant something important to you. I'm sure it meant 
something important to your siblings as well. Um, when, at what point in time was it then that you're, you decided that this is something that I want to do when I get married, when I have kids, or was it after you had kids that you were reminded of the power of that and you wanted to do it? Yeah, it was after I had kids. Like I honestly hadn't, you know, I was just living my life, man. And yeah. then, then you have kids and then everything starts to change. And, you know, one of the things parents ask me is, Hey, when should I write my legacy letter to yeah. my children? And my answer is, well, the best day was the day your kids were born. And the second best day is now. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, I didn't write my letter when my children were born. Um, actually my third one, I did get one. And so, but I wish I did, but the, the thing is I got, I got at least one written for right. each of them. And so, uh, that's why I tell that like, it's never too late. Yes. There's going to, and I hope dads write it to their newborn kids, but I also help dads who are writing it to their 40 year old son. And I promise you their 40 year old son is loving this letter. I talked to a guy the other day who was writing his letter to his 20 year old son and he's telling his wife about it. And she's like, she starts tearing up. She's like, what you're doing for our children, I wish my dad had done for me. Like I would give, she, he recently passed away. I would give my right arm to have a letter like that from my dad. I hear those stories and I'm like, man, I got to keep pressing in, man. We got to get, get more letters written. Yeah. What, when is the appropriate time to share the letter? You mentioned you already read your letter to your daughter at four years old. Yeah. Um, you got yours in a time where your dad had already pre-thought that knew and knew that this was an important piece that he wanted to leave with you. Uh, who knows when he would have given it to you, but you got it. He was going to give it that weekend. Yeah. Well, and that's awesome, right? Like that's incredible. But so somebody writes the letter, when is the time? Like I got two young kids and this is something that I'm going to do. Right. So, yeah. so I'm going to take the legacy that are challenged and, but when is the right time to give it? You know, so I tell, I get a question, ask that question all the time. Um, I just tell dads, one, it's your letter, so you can give it when you want. And so some dads come into it thinking, oh, okay, like when I die, I'll have this letter for them. But what I tell dads is the, the letter is so powerful. Like the words are that you're writing on this page, they're already powerful. Like if you just spoke them, but the fact that they're written down, it's like, oh, my dad took the time to write this. Like he means it. Yeah. Um, and they're so powerful. And your, your children are making decisions in the coming weeks, in the coming months, in the coming years. Like they're trying to figure out who they are. Like we're all asking ourselves, who am I? Like, what are my unique talents and gifts? And um, they, they're being bombarded with messages uh, as they're on social media and the internet, like you're not good enough and look at what so-and-so has. And they start, are facing these lies. Well, as a dad, we, I mean, we got to counteract that. We can't just say, oh man, like, yeah, it's really hard out there with all the messages they're receiving. I don't, I guess I'm just going to throw my hands up in the air. And like, oh, we got to double down. And so one of the things we can do is to write this letter and, and, to, and to give it to them. Um, and so uh, you know, like I could have waited on the four year, my four year old. Um, but I think especially as they start getting like closer to 10 and those teenage years and, and absolutely they're not going to understand every single, con when I read my dad's letter, when I was 19, I didn't understand everything that he wrote. Like I've gone back and read it over the years and I'm like, Oh, I, I missed that. Like, that's exactly what I needed right, right now. Yeah. I, can um, I pause you right there? And I, I, yeah. Don't want to interrupt you, but I was thinking about that when you were saying it. like in that moment in time, when you first read it, I'm sure there's things that hit you in that moment, but do you revisit it? Like, do you come back to it? Do you process through? 
Yeah. Like there's things in the letter that repeat in my mind. Um, it, but then I go back and, and, and read it. His letter was about five pages long, um, which I tell dads when they're writing this letter, because like, you know, how long is it going to be? The formula that that I teach dads and kind of this blueprint, like you could do one page, right? It does, you don't have to go into a ton of detail, but you could write one page. It would be an extremely powerful letter. Um, I've had dads do 15 pages. It's not about the length. I actually encourage dads to write a shorter letter, like shorter is better. Um, one, we're not trying to write a book here and we're, we're working on finished letters. Because if you think oh, I'm going to write a 15 pager, man, you might put that thing off and right. it might be too late. Well, uh, there's. There's a lot of, I've heard things about guys who've started like a, a Gmail account for their kids and they send oh, yeah. them messages. So they do this and that. And then I, he- I hear about them. Like, that's a great idea. But how many guys follow through on that? And even with a letter, oh, I, the guys are listening to this right now. And they're saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write a letter to my kids. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, being myself to the guys who are listening to this. Yeah, you may start it. But the trick is finishing it and finishing it well and including what needs to be included in that. And I think that's where I appreciate what you're doing, Blake, is because you walk men through that process, right? Yeah. Well, the truth is, um, you know, good intentions aren't going to get get us a finished letter. like you. And, and it's okay to say, hey, I need a little help doing this because... As a for me as a business owner, I have I have a lot of people that are helping me, and I pay money to get coaching and and help. And it's like why why because it matters, right? And so I tell dads um, like you know Tom Brady, the best quarterback ever. He's got a quarterback coach, he's got a fitness coach, health. Why? Because all that matters. So as a dad, to say yeah, I need a little bit of help, like writing this letter, um, like your what you're communicating is is no, this matters, and you matter. Um, I mean, I tell dads to like include it in the letter, like, you know, in the intro introductory paragraph say, yeah, I got some help writing this letter. Um, but, and, and so going back to like getting it done, I realized, you know, in my quest to help a million dads write a letter, like it was, it was not enough for me just to inspire dads to write the letter. Cause honestly, I've told my, I've been telling my story the last 19 years and every dad I talked to is like, oh man, I wish I had a letter like that for my dad communicating the things we're talking about. And I'm going to do that for my children. And then they never do, but I'm not trying to, but that's all of us. Like we're busy. we got a lot going on. And so you, you've, that's why I created the program. I did a little bit more accountability. Like, Hey, we're going to get the letter done. Very cool. Very cool. So let's talk about the, the legacy letter challenge, because, you know, you took a, a letter that was addressed to you and your siblings. And now it's a thing. Like you do this, Guys pay you, they come in, they do the challenge, you walk them through, they finish, they have this finished product. Let's talk about where that started. You mentioned two guys came to you, told you a story. At that moment in time where you're like, they had letters, I had a letter, I have to do this right now. Or was it kind of this back and forth process of deciding that, hey, is this something that I need to do? Uh, Yeah, I'm very curious about the process, how you got to where you are. Yeah. Well, the first time that kind of had this epiphany moment, I got to help dads. I was in the middle of trying to start another business. Uh, and so it was probably four or five months later and I was still kind of stumbling through that. And the whole time I'm thinking, okay, as soon as I really get this business off the ground, I'm going to help dads write this letter, but I got to get this thing off the ground. Um, well, it wasn't just going amazing. Well, I, I meet this guy in my neighborhood who was like a professional speaker and a coach, like 
I mean, God brought us together. We meet at the neighborhood pool and he's trying to help me get my other business off the ground. And we're, I'm going to his garage and meeting with him. Like he's not charging me. Well, after the third day and I'm like, man, and once I get this business off the ground, what I really want to do is help dads write a letter to their children. And I tell him my story and he looks at me with like a tear in his eyes. He's like, are you for real? Like, that's your story. And I'm like, like, he's like, you're not making that up. Why are you doing this other thing? Yes. He's he's like, what are you doing, man? Like, you got to go help dads. Like right now, write this letter. (laughs) Like uh, no one else has a story like that. Like this is, I'm I'm here to tell you, like, I now know why God, we met at the pool and why God brought us together. It's like for me to tell you, go do this. And so I went home that, that night and told my wife, Hey, this is what, what I'm doing. And of course she's looking at our three kids and you know, saying, so you're going to provide for our family by helping dads, right? Like I get that your dad letter impacted you and I'm all about other people writing letters, but how is this going to provide for our family? And, uh, I had enough of a vision at that point of where I could see it working. Um, and so, but I was like, yeah. And so, uh, it's, it's working and God, God's providing and, um, yeah. It's incredible because I know now that the number of men who've written these letters and you've been all over the place. Now, I want you to tell a little bit of your experiences, even over the last year, and how the Legacy Letter Challenge has taken off. Some of like, you don't have to draw names, don't want to, but like some of the guys in the walks of life who are committing to doing this to leave a legacy for their family. Yeah, well, I mean, there's business owners. Um, you know, I've helped some, it doesn't matter, like blue collar guys, church going guys, non-church going guys, um, some guys that play in the NFL, um, some guys who currently, uh, one of my favorite guys that I helped as a vice president of the Arizona Cardinals, just awesome guy, awesome dad. Um, and I also, uh, there was I've, I, a couple groups I really enjoyed helping. One of them was a group of retired, like Delta force guys. Cool. And, uh, man, these guys are like some of the most highly trained, skilled people on the planet. And they've killed a lot of people. <laughs> and my dad was very patriotic. And so like for me to be able to help these guys, right. They're all retired. They're all like in their forties, but they like for them to do this special thing together, like it was a private group and uh, we did it over four weeks and it was just like really cool to help them write this letter, um, which also led me going to uh, the 160th airborne at Fort Campbell and to speak to them. And so I do some stuff with different businesses and military. And then uh, I, I do a lot of work with financial advisors. And so we partner together. And so they purchased my program to provide for their clients. They're like, Hey, we want to help our clients leave more than just a financial legacy. Like we really want to help them leave a a, a legacy with their family. And so, man, it's like this awesome partnership um, because it helps them in their business and it's helping me get help more parents uh, write a letter to their children. So what does that process look like? So now somebody's listened to this, they know the power of the letter and they've heard your story, obviously, which is quite powerful. But they've been thinking as they've been listening to this, this conversation, like, this is something I want to do, but I don't really know where to start. So what does this process look like for somebody who's ready to write that letter? Yeah, you can go to LegacyLetterChallenge.com and I've got the self-paced version, like an online course. You sign up, you start going through it. And uh, we've got a, there's a couple of videos that'll help you kind of get your heart and mind at the right place uh, to write this letter. 
And part of that is evaluating what um, you want to be true of your family, but also helping you think through your, your own dad. Um, because when you start thinking about your dad and the impact that he had on you, what he did say to you that you're grateful for, but also maybe what you wished he would have said, that helps you think through, okay, this is what I, I wish my dad would have said this. I'm going to say this to my children. And then the other, the rest of the videos are um, walking through each section of the letter. And I uh, just kind of give the how and the why and give different phrases, like some power phrases that you can use and give some example letters. And uh, so that's one option. The other option um, is to be in a private group. And so uh, you can uh, sign up and, and you can invite your friends. I've had guys do it like with their old college friends or um, I do leadership teams of businesses and, and lead them through a private group, which takes place over three or four weeks on Zoom. And so that's probably my favorite to do is to do those private groups and really connect with the, with the dads and, and uh, have some good conversations. Uh, incredible. You know, like you're a dad, you've written your letter, you've got three letters. Did you write one letter for your three kids or do you have three letters, one for each? Yeah. So three letters, uh, for each. Um, so most of the dads, when they're writing a letter, they end up doing three. Now I tell them when you start off, you can address it to all of them. And then there's some parts where you're going to talk to each child, um, individually. And so you can have different paragraphs for each one. And even dads that say they're going to do that end up as they're going through it, doing end separate. up saying, you know, and I'm just going to do separate ones. Uh, so yeah, because cool. I mean, your children are just so different, and uh, mm -hmm. there's word like affirming words that you want to say. Like, I have one daughter, uh, my oldest, I only have one daughter, but she's very um, anxious and kind of nervous about in new situations. And so, I have some words in her letter to really encourage her and to kind of help rewrite the story. Like, I've seen her um, take some, um, uh, some, she's been very courageous at different moments. And I'm really proud of her for those things. And so I wanted to make sure and put that in the letter. Like she is a person of courage. She's not a person who says I can't do it um, because I know going forward, there's going to, she's going to face situations like, oh, I can't do it. I'm scared. It's like, no, my daddy said, I'm a person of courage. I can do this. Yeah, man. I love that. That's powerful, brother. Like to have your children be able to hear that, not only from you, but to have this with them is super important. You know, like, I was going to ask you, you know, you're a dad, you're raising three young kids, you're building this mission and this vision to help a million men leave a legacy by writing this letter. Um, but for you as an individual, I'm always curious, like, Blake, what are you excited about right now? Or what is one area in your life as a father, uh, as a difference maker in your family that you're excited about growing in right now? Yeah. You know, it is interesting because I'm trying to help dads do this amazing thing, help them be a great dad. But it's like, man, I'm I'm right there with everybody else. Okay? I got three young kids like I haven't been a dad before. So I'm learning with, you know, everyone. Else. And, you know, it's one thing to talk about theoretically about being a good dad. But like when you're in the, in the heat of the day, the moment you've been working all day and you, you come home with your children and you, man, you just want to uh, relax and take off. But it's like, man, that's when that's when the real job begins. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I'm always trying to be present. I mean, and I catch myself all the time, like, dude, what am I doing? I'm sitting here on my phone and I'm not being present with my children. So I'm working on that. And then I'm also, uh, I just want to be consistent with my children. Uh, and so 
I, I could just catch myself sometimes like getting upset with my four-year-old. And there's times where I'm like, wait, why did I get so mad about that? Like, like, where did that come from? And there's something in me, like it triggered something. And so I'm always kind of evaluating. Um, and then also I try to think through like, uh, like how to reward my children or kind of the psyche of like training them and teaching them. And so there's been times where I'm like, I, I threaten them like, Hey, you're going to get in trouble. If you do this, you know, you're going to get grounded or, what I'm doing right now is really working on this reward system. Um, like if you get, do this five times, you get five stars. And then at five stars, you get um, like this gift and they can yeah. pick a gift. And it's like, and and so they work so much better with the reward system. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they work so much better when they're working towards something or they're doing something for a positive outcome than yeah. they're doing it out of fear or the, the fear that they're going to be punished or lose something, right? Which you and I are the same, like, we're all the same way. It's like, yeah. why do I do what I do? It's like for the the possible reward or the paycheck, or maybe we're saving up money to go to the, on this trip. It's like, yeah, we're all driven that way. Incredible. Like if someone's listening to this right now, where can they find more information about you and more information about the legacy letter? Yeah. Legacyletterchallenge.com. Legacyletterchallenge.com is the easiest way. And there's a couple of different options um, depending on, where you're at and, you know, and also help moms write their letter as well. So you can get cool. your wife signed up. Um, and probably the place I post the most is LinkedIn. So if you just okay. go to Blake Brewer on LinkedIn. Perfect. Well, Blake, I appreciate your brother. Thank you for taking uh, time out of your schedule to join me today. I know that the conversation that we've had is going to impact many men's lives. And, and thank you for that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Kim. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today. And I will see you on the next episode of the DMD podcast.